Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, bonus basketball business. It's a bonus episode as we're talking Red Raider hoops. We're hearing from Red Raider head coach Mark Adams, and we'll also listen in to who is surprising him among some of those younger guys on the roster. And he's talking about being already maybe one of the best defensive players on the team. We'll get to those thoughts from Mark Adams and much more coming up on this bonus episode of Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Oh, hey, funny seeing you here at not a regularly scheduled time because this is a Locked On Texas Tech bonus episode. Bonus! Thanks for joining us once again on the Locked On Podcast Network where it's your team every day. And Chris, it's so hard this time of year to occupy any football conversation, real estate, with basketball conversation, especially in the great state. But we're uh, we're turning the calendar a bit as you got a top 25 team over at United Supermarkets Arena. And we had conversation with basketball head coach Mark Adams, some other Red Raider dignitaries from Kansas City as Big 12 Basketball Media Day was upon us this week. You may not have known it, but wanted to spend a quick minute here with you talking Texas Tech basketball. And we'll begin uh, allowing Mark Adams to do that as the professor. Uh, gives the lay of the land as he looks ahead to his 2022 squad. We are uh, very young. We've got five true freshmen, and uh, we got seven underclassmen. So uh, our biggest challenge for our coaching staff is to get these guys uh, thinking older and, um, and playing older and, and playing with some maturity. Uh, really like this team. We think we have a skill set that's a little different last year. We've got some... Uh, guys, we feel like can shoot the three-point shot better and um, and overall uh, better a ball handling team. So we think the school set this can be a team that will be a little more efficient. Yeah, and man, anytime you want to talk hoops, man, I'm down for it. I, I love uh, <laughs> I, I love I love me some basketball, especially now that the, the Red Raiders are relevant and have gotten yes, good. Sir. But he he mentions the word there, uh, which is a really going to be a buzzword all year this year, and that's maturity. I just think that people the, the expectations are really high for this team, and I'm almost, in some ways, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with it just because of how good last year's team was. And I just think, man, I, I love expectations, and I think you should be relevant. You should be a tournament team year in and year out. The way this thing is is in the resources they pump into this thing, but last year's team was very mature, and there was you know you you, you had Kevin McCuller stuff going on and TJ Shannon stuff going on but then you had a guy like Bryson Williams that really just emerged and was just an alpha and he was the most mature guy that you know at that level maybe that I'd ever been around um yeah. granted he was about 24 25 years old but he was a phenomenal <laughs> player and just a, a grown man in every sense of the word worked the hardest and all that stuff and you're really young man you hear coach Adams talking about that you got a bunch of true freshmen and I mean, you know how many you know how many true freshmen played major minutes in the Big Twelve last year? And the I mean, as far as uh, major minutes conference play wise, three. Mm. So everybody talks about all these true freshmen, how excited they are. Doesn't mean that one one or two of them can't come in and play some minutes and and kind of and maybe there'll be an exception. It's just that would be an exception if you can get some of these guys to to step up and factor in. But 
uh, you are much younger and you don't have a bunch of seniors out there that are 23, 24 with their last go around and have to be bought in. So I think Mark, I mean, he's going to have a tough coaching job this year. I think just keeping keep, – because they're not going to be as good on defense either, in my opinion, because they were so elite last year. <laughs> yeah. You know, Now, what you hear him saying, though, is you may be much better on offense. You may score points easier. You may shoot it better from deep especially. So there's some give and take there. Yeah, you mentioned a freshman, and I want to get to coming up in just a moment – like the truest of true freshmen because he was uh, an early graduate and the youngest guy on the team. But he's the guy that Mark Adams says has surprised him by already becoming one of the best offensive players on the team. We'll, we'll get to who that is and, and a thought from Coach Adams there coming up in just a moment. But you mentioned the offense there, and I was uh, interested to hear Coach Adams touch on the offenses. He was kind of asked about whether or not in his second year as a head coach anything would change as far as delegation involving assistants, um, you know, things that he might be sharing duties or passing off some responsibilities here or there. And uh, you may not be surprised to hear him more, more so say, I think the defense, maybe I'll still have both hands on. But he also touched on the offense and some assistance on that front. Here is once again, head coach Mark Adams. You know, I, I think as a, as a leader, it's a lot of responsibility goes with that. So, you know, and we've got a great staff. Um, what I am, but that, you know, I'm still going to do most of the defense, uh, but I'm going to share some of those offense responsibilities with, uh, uh, you know, I've got Al Pinkins, who's the associate coach, came from Florida, and then Steve Green, longtime friend that was at South Plains College that they won three national championships. And he's a, just a really smart guy, a lot smarter than I am. So um, uh, those guys are going to help me a little bit more on the offensive side of the ball, and we're we're uh, making a few changes. We're trying to be a little more aggressive and get up and down the floor a little quicker and uh, getting a little more flow to our offense. Uh, again, emphasizing the spacing. So uh, it'll be, a, I think, a little bit more aggressive attacking type offense than we've seen in the past. I could talk to you for 30 minutes about the, this next subject <laughs> uh, because, it, 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 you know, th this is where the, when the rubber meets the road, and if, if you're if you're if you're doing anything that, that would compromise those defensive principles, if you're doing anything on one end of the floor about like on offense. It's really hard for Mark Adams, I think, just because you're one side or the other. You kind of think, you, you know, right. this is what he is always known and what, what the identity of this program is and all those things. I hope that they are more aggressive and that they're a little more free flowing and kind of get up and down a little bit more and all that stuff. It's just hard to be that elite on defense when you do that, because some things it's just hard to kind of work it that way. I, I think uh, so. We'll see how that goes as the season goes along because you hit, you know, especially you got to be patient with it, which is hard for coaches, especially as the that Maui Invitational staring you in the face, and those games are brutal on paper. But he mentioned Steve Green. Steve Green, we all know who that is. I, I, it's been at South Plains. He's won won national championships out there at the junior college level. What I like about Steve Green is this. He is. He's an offensive genius. He went out and studied the Golden State Warriors. I mean, the New York Times reported on it. So think about it. You got a guy in Leveland, <laughs> Texas. He's studying what they're doing on the West Coast, and you got some paper in New York writing about it. Pretty fascinating, just to tell you how good Steve Green is at what he does. Steve Green, though, is used to building teams year to year. This is what this is what he's had to do. This is college basketball these days. You don't build a program. You just build a team from year to year. You have to because of all mm. the portal and all the guys moving around. So he will he will get them playing good offense. 
and and it's going to simplify it enough to where you just kind of have to let guys kind of, you know, get up down the floor and kind of take the reins off of them a little bit. As long as you don't turn the ball over, that's where that's where Coach Adams gets real sideways with it because you turn it over with a poor decision on offense, and it equals a run out going the other way, and you you start you start giving up too much too many of those and all of a sudden my defense can't we can't stop that we're not built to really guard that kind of thing but yeah um yeah so uh, you know and, and i think the shooting casey i think that is i mean you, you i looked this up uh, earlier today just to make sure obanner 33% he is one of the worst three point shooters you're going to have coming back uh on this year's team based on what these kids did last year and we all know how good kevin can be from behind the arc but uh, DeMorian Williams, nearly 40% last year. Kerwin Walton, 35%. He played on that national champion, uh, you know, runner-up team at North Carolina. Davion Harmon, 36%. Uh, Fardaz Amak, who's going to miss uh, November and December, he shot at 43%. And these were volume shooters. These guys got up a, a lot of attempts. I also think Jalen Tyson and Pop Isaacs can really shoot it as well, even though they haven't done it yet in college. So that part should be much, much better. I just don't know. There's some give and take here. You may be much better on offense. You may shoot it a lot better. I just don't know if you'll be as good uh, of a lockdown defense. But hopefully Mark is okay with that because really it's ultimately about winning games. Yes. Yes. And I still think uh, the defense is what will, on most days, win you that game if you can only have one or the other. So I'm all for the offseason talk that you usually get of, well, let's do this with the offense. Let's do that with the offense. And that's great. If you can be with that's great. But I don't want to sacrifice any defense. That's just uh, my personal take. Hold up for a minute, friends and neighbors. And let's pause for the cause. That cause being your business. And that's where Armin Williams and Schooley Mitchell come in. North America's number one cost reduction company. Are you paying too much for your business services? Do you know? Whether you do, whether you don't, that's what Armin Williams is there for. Visit online right now at SaveWithArmin.com. Whether it's telecom services, waste, utilities, fuel, electronic logging devices, all kinds of stuff in between that you may not even be considering. You could be saving money, being a little bit more efficient in those areas. And that's what Armin is there for. To find out, you see it on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, essential business services reduced by 28% on average. And here's the best news there's no upfront costs. It only starts with a free analysis. And then Armin only shares in any savings found. So get the ball rolling. Again, no upfront costs with that free upfront analysis at savewitharmin.com. Let's get to you. Mention Big Maple. As we crank open this Canadian pipeline, how about Young Maple? Because uh, Mark Adams was touching on Elijah Fisher, who has gotten his attention, particularly, you will hear here, according to Coach Adams, on the defensive end of the floor. Seeing a lot of great things. Um, you know, he's the youngest player on our team, uh, one of the most highly recruited players we've ever had uh, with the, uh, with the Red Raiders. And, but he's playing with a lot of physicality, uh, maturity. Uh, I already think he's going to be one of our best defensive players, which is somewhat a surprise, uh, for a young guy to be able to have that kind of, uh, have the defensive instincts, maturity. So high expectations for him. He's just, just, uh, doing extremely well. Yeah, and, and Elijah, just so people are clear here, he's somebody that he could have been in high school as a senior this season. Right. He reclassified 
to get out early. So that's how young we're talking. And so it, it's just be careful about the expectations with this young man because you're in a grown man's league, man. I yep. mean, you the Big 12 is no joke. I mean, and it's it's harder now because all everybody in the league has kind of gone the portal route. So everybody's old and more mature and, and been in the weight room for many years. But what they have seen from Elijah Fisher is, is he's really tough at his core. And I think uh, a lot of programs flirted around with his recruitment and some kind of backed off, some went all in. Uh, but if he will buy in defensively, he will earn minutes. I mean, that that's what Mark is going to go. Hey, man, if you if you really understand what we're doing and if you're willing to empty your bucket on that end of the floor, I'll give you minutes. I mean, you, you will earn them, young guy or not. Uh, but because, I mean, a year ago or, or two-ish years ago, there was people that thought this is a kid that could be like a one-and-done type. I don't think that's what you're dealing with here. But he's got a lot of promise I just would I would just be careful of putting too much on uh, a young man like this as a season. He'll hit a wall. Uh, sure. Does he? You know, does he continue to grasp what they're doing? Does he foul too much? Does he willing to take charges? I mean, those are all the things that will either earn him minutes or cut his minutes and, and all that. But he's a really nice piece of the puzzle, man. If you can, if you can get him for a couple of three to four years. Well, and I, I'm just thrilled to hear anything complimentarily from Mark Adams for a guy that's so talented like that um, on the oh, defensive yeah. end of the floor, because you don't always expect, especially somebody that's incredibly young like that, that should be going through his, his senior year of high school. You don't always hear, you know, some devotion to doing the hard things, which is what defense is to doing the things that aren't all that sexy, but I, I love hearing that. And I don't know how much we'll get. My, my expectations are certainly uh, very mild for him in year number one, but, um, it sounds like he's gotten some attention from Coach Adams and, and particularly on the defensive end of the floor. So we'll only count that uh, as a good thing. And uh, Chris, it's it's almost basketball time in West Texas. I, I think we're hovering around 20 days, right? Three weeks? It, it will be here quick. And, and, you know, and like I said, I mean, November is right around the corner and they have a few weeks to kind of acclimate and then they go to Maui. Mm. And that is... I'm telling you that that tournament is you're going to play on a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of Thanksgiving week, and it's 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 big. That's time a riptide, baby. That's yeah, a riptide. that's right. That's, that's right. That's a pipeline. I don't know anything about <laughs> surfing terminology, but that's an undercurrent. Yeah, that's right. Know. That's right. But <laughs> but I mean, great these, basketball. These young kids, you know, and, and the new guys, because you've got a bunch of portal guys too, and these young guys. But if they'll, yeah, that's that's like the secret. Okay, you, you can give somebody the answers to the test. Sometimes they don't always want it. If you will <laughs> buy in with this coach and understand these defensive principles and like play really hard on that end of the floor, not make many mistakes. Typically, it doesn't matter necessarily what you do on the other end of the floor. It does, but you get what I'm saying. I get what that's saying, the way yeah. you earn minutes. And he and trust, um, because if you can't, if you if you're if you're giving up as many you know points on one end of the floor as you're scoring on the other, and it doesn't really matter. He's not going to play you. <laughs> right. But you, but you know, but if you're stopping teams and you take charges and you do, you kind of buy into what we're doing and like the team concept and everybody's moving together and and all that stuff. You will earn minutes, even these young kids. But I just, it's hard, man. Yep. It is hard, and um, you know, it it uh, that 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 weekend uh, that thanksgiving week will tell us a lot but uh yeah well, beginning a, of a long journey there's a there's a high standard for this program and that's a great thing but it's a high standard to meet and it's a tough league and, and you need to meet that standard to get on the floor young old or anything in between so uh, i'm looking forward to seeing some of these guys get opportunities as you've got 
new faces once again and, and a challenge of uh, melding a roster uh, once again. We've been having such a similar conversation for, for so many years now, but should be a lot of fun and uh, be on the lookout. This is why you need to be subscribed on YouTube to Locked on Texas Tech because you never know when a bonus episode might be <laughs> coming at you. So if you're subscribed, you get that notification. You won't miss anything. Uh, Chris, Chris, appreciate the uh, bonus basketball business. Thanks, man, Absolutely, for extra man. time this week. You bet, man. Hoop season almost here, man. Can't wait. <laughs> That's right. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. And again, join us for our regular weekday episode coming up 7 a.m. each weekday, a new episode on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. For the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Once again, thanks for joining us on Locked on Texas Tech.